missed you so much. I really have. And uh, I feel like, you know, I said this in the the beginning of this episode when I started to do the the episode. Um, It's been a minute, man. Didn't haven't done one of these in a while. I've had so much going on and it just... It, it's things are going I think in a better direction but it's just been a lot on my plate um and uh I'm just I'm just happy to be here happy to be alive and, and happy to be able to share another um brilliant just beautiful guest um so again thank you for being on this journey this is episode 189 and uh we will get right into it Right about no. All right, bye. We are back again. Um, haven't done any one of these in a minute. I know everyone hears me have said that before, but it's just because I do them sporadically, and you know, because they come out weeks and actually months later. You know, you don't really know my schedule, and I don't really have one, so you know, it's a little crazy, but. Uh, I found another great guest, and, um, you know, it's one of the conditions that we've covered before, but he has his own version, own spin on it, and, um, you know, thinking of when him and I talked the other day, it's just something that I've been proud of, not to just, like, pat myself on the back, but it's just to have this free space for people to kind of be themselves, because it's, it's very hard to find those places in the world, especially for people like us, where it's just, you know, in a lot of circles, we may be, like, the freaks or the you know, the broken toys or whatever you want to call them. Um, and it's nice to just have a place because I wish I had this when I was a kid, somewhere to just go to and vent and just be yourself and, you know, not be judged. Um, and so when I when I found him, he had like a really, you know, his own unique story, just a cool guy. I got to know him a little bit and we're becoming friendly. So wanted to have him on. So yeah, but you want to introduce yourself and kind of tell us a little about yourself? Um, yeah, thank you, TJ. I'm, uh, my name is Christoph Morrow. I'm a, I was, I was born, raised around Houston, Texas. And, uh, I, uh, went into the military when I was 19. And after that, uh, I got into, I became an EMT and then a 911 dispatcher and then an award winning journalist. Um, and then uh, when I was 32, I, my Tourette's had intensified to, state in which uh, made me incompatible with doing any kind of regular work um some days i'm very i injure myself too much uh too often um to do do a thing and uh and i ended up that they told me that they couldn't do anything for me in terms of finding a job and so uh the government right and i and i said okay uh and they said well you you can write though you've done that about ten minutes later, after they, I hung up with that with her. I I, I began writing the second son. Awesome, and and because I don't want to brush over it, because um, and you you weren't diagnosed when I think you told me yes, that was a nineteen when, with Tourette's. No, yeah, I wasn't diagnosed until I was twenty six. I think. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, but it manifested. I I know now in retrospect, it, it manifested when I was nineteen. Okay. Oh, that's what it was. Right. And you said, don't, th- now what, what was the thing that like the rule they tell you usually like you're diagnosed, you're diagnosed by 18 or 19 usually. Yeah. The, yeah. The DSM five says that you, you have to have these symptoms have to manifest before 18, you're 18 years old. And right. that's, that's, yeah. I mean, they're guidelines, I think anyway. So 
Sure. Yeah. Whatever that means. Sure. And maybe it's just the average, you know, and yeah, you know, in a lot of our cases, the average doesn't mean anything because, you know, we are unique and we're on our, we're our own people. And of course our conditions are, tend to be different than others. And so it's like, sometimes we're the one that ha- we're, we're the small 3%, which is always great because there's less information and things are always mm. upside down. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, how it is. It's like, you know, it's like, well, if you were just within this, this, you know, 75 percentile, you could, you know, qualify for this and that. And it's like, like in my case, I'm legally blind, but I can see some, so I can see enough in certain circumstances where like some blind people would go, well, you're not one of us. But at the same time, I also have, I don't have enough vision to obviously drive and do certain things. So I'm in that like small percentile where it's like, I'm just in the middle and you know, there's not much they can do. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 That that segregation, that kind of, uh, that kind of prejudice is really common like with anything, um, you know, like whenever there's shades of something, just anything, that kind of prejudice can be born really easily. Shades of a spectrum of spectrum of suffering, you know, for sure. Uh, um, yeah. Now, how, how is your, like, how has your, uh, your Tourette's gotten worse since your diagnosis? I don't know. How old are you now? I'm 34. 34. I, uh, it began, uh, so it began with grunting and, uh, my muscles and my stomach would tighten uh, when I would ruminate. And I began to obsess, obsessively ruminate um, around the age of 24, 25. And uh, then uh, it sort of became more intense uh, towards, like, injury towards myself. Um, it got to the point where I was, like, uh, uh, for a while, uh, I was pulling muscles, like, all day long because I um, – because it – uh, of Tourette's, it would cause me to spasm in certain places uh, and contort my hands. Uh, once I, I had uh, I had to go to the hospital because I was clenching my teeth and I was going to break my own teeth because I couldn't stop clenching Jesus. them. And um, I mean, I've I've uh, I've I have my hands have the boxer fractures, you know, like is uh, they're so I, I hit I punch things so often that my my right hand is is quite bigger it's a, it's a lot bigger than my left hand sure in many sense yeah. wow yeah the one guy i was telling you about the other day the one with the comic books who i've had on they call him fish he um he talked a lot about how a lot of his jerking like uh ticks he's injured his neck many times because he just it's oh, yeah. uncontrollable just like twerking of the neck and it just yeah you know and he's done a lot of damage to him and his spine too yeah Mhm, mhm. And that's just yeah, that injury. Yeah, yeah. And it's just God. I can't imagine just not having control. I mean, I, I complain yeah. enough just because of my mental health and how sometimes my my thoughts you know, are uncontrollable. You can, you, can, you can imagine. I think you you can imagine. I think, um, in a sense, it's a lot like uh, whenever you need to vomit and like your body's like you're gonna vomit and you have that compel like you're comp- you know like as a human being, somehow you're like, I gotta go take care of this in private. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, you know, and this, uh, that's just, that's that kind of, uh, it's, it's, it's not that, but, but it does have the spirit of that. Right. It, it's like, uh, it, it has that effect at rather, rather it has that consequence. You are in the end, like indisposed. Sure. Right. 
No, that's a good example. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I can do it to a certain degree. It's just, like I said, I can do it mentally with like my mental health and how my thoughts are like all over the place and, you know, it's mm -hmm. just random things happen at random times and it's like, really, like we're doing this? Like, why Why am I thinking negative and I'm in a good headspace? Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. it's just, it's one of those things. It's just, it's, it's amazing because you're the third guest I've had on with Tourette's and I know a few other people. It's, it's just, it's something... <laughs> You know, like like with you, like I was talking about, you know, the cursing and not even just cursing, but just saying things that are just outlandish. You know, the idea yeah. of how we're we're taught or we're wired to, you know, yeah, we man. we kind of know what we're saying. Whereas you could Back. you could say something really offensive, and it's not something that's that was ever thought up by you, and then you have to almost explain yourself. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I'm sure you've yeah. had some uncomfortabilities in life, some situations. It's really funny because you can end up manifesting anyone with Tourette's, I think, or OCD and all that stuff. You, you're going to totally understand that. Uh, but you can you can accidentally sort of manifest your own takes. Like I, there was a there was a guy that I was in Discord, and he was dro he was dropping a gay the gay slur starts with the F. Yeah, I don't like I that as a tick. I say that all the time. I hate it. The reason why it started is because there was a guy saying it. And it really upset me, like, because I didn't want to hear that sort of thing. And so I was like, it, I obsessed about it for a long time about confronting him and being like, you got to stop doing that. Um, and I, I, it ended up becoming a tick. So now I say it all the time. Sure. Uh, because I was so, I obsessed about it so long and didn't, you know, it just, yeah. Yeah, I was going to ask you, is, is there certain things that can happen or if someone says a word repetitively in front of you or something can you kind of obsess about or could it take your tick you know could it turn it up and and you know i don't know would it, something you can consistently you'll just consistently start saying it or doing it mm -hmm. yeah i mean there are times where i literally say what i'm thinking and i don't want to like there'll be a word i say um that is for me because words i'm a writer but i'm i'm not just a, i know that i am a writer just a writer but I, I, I have a very strong affection for words and I feel like they are, they're the only magic humans have ever created. And because like the, the magic of trying to understand one another is the, is the most noble thing we can do, I think. Um, yeah. And so words mean a great deal more to me. Uh, and when it, cause when I look at a word, I see 10,000 things that's connected to it, that, that different notions and different different experiences that um that constitute the memory of that word uh and so like when i hear something and i hear a word that's like that somehow connects with me like musically or whatever that word sticks in my head and i'll end up saying that or, uh, yeah it's just, it's it's really it can be really frustrating say because you sometimes you can't keep thoughts to yourself you repeat people too you can oh and you'll you'll say tick you'll actually say words that you're reading. You can tick. I've done that before. Sure. I mean, I've, like, I've had my moment where, like, I'll say something out loud, and I'm like, I, I'm just keeping it in my head, and I'm like, why the hell did I just say that out loud? I wasn't supposed to. But that was just, God, not just, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. I'm it's similar to that, though. Like, the, like, you know, like the way it feels afterwards, right? Like, cause they, the kind of like, oh, no, did anybody hear me? Yeah. It's just, to me, it's just a yeah, disconnect with my brain, but, yeah. I do that, like, imagine that feeling, though, like, all day long. Right. Yeah, I, it's and rare I do it, but, yeah. The way that I describe, like, the sensation of, like, what it feels like right before a tick, like, is that 
it, it's like if you saw something about to roll off the counter in the corner of your eye right. and you're like that moment where you're it's just about to fall and you're, you have a, you can catch it. That's what it feels like right before you have a tick. That's what it's like oh, trying to catch them. It's like catch stuff falling off the counter all day. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. I'm just like envisioning that, that scene in uh, I think it's like the first Spider-Man where he runs into that one person, that girl, and the, the yeah. tray falls, and he's trying yeah. to catch everything like really quick. Yeah, it's you like, know that's not CGI. Actually, did that? It, it took like a million takes. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, it. yeah, I know. That's <laughs> it's pretty damn impressive, actually. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, like I said, it's such a interesting thing because most people couldn't fathom this because everyone deals with their brains in their own ways and the brain is just a really fucked up place it just is it's just, it's so unique and there's it's, yeah it's, it can go wrong in so many different ways but you it, yeah. like i said it's such a rewiring and it, it's total it's almost like your wires are just plugged in the wrong places um yeah now why does it take so long like did, did you have like okay did you have any kind of ticks before 1819 no not that i know of do they say, I mean, again, I don't, I have no idea, but like, do they, do they say like why it takes so long for it to like fully kick in? Like, that's just interesting. Um, what I think is that it's a system, whatever system, uh, manages, uh, you know, executive function like that. Um, that system is already in disrepair when I'm born. It's already somewhat deformed. And then uh, it, it's kind of like, I guess, I guess like all the traumas and stuff grow, growing up and then, uh, you know, having to develop, I, I developed uh, OCD and I study people's, I'm able to discern people's ex, like feelings generally, but if I look at their face, like, and I know that people think like, but it's, I've been told it's, it's, really creepy like that freaky like how good it is like it's it's and so um you have to like you have to when you're a kid and you have like an abusive parent um and who's capricious in that sense in in, in their violence you have to like you have to know what they're thinking and so um and these conditions end up comp like they compel uh your the the dysfunction to be complete i think um, and especially if the brain, I think, doesn't have what it needs. And I was abusing it by staying up late or, uh, and I wasn't able to sleep well. Uh, so I wasn't sleeping at all. I didn't find out I had like severe obstructive sleep apnea until I was 30. So like the doctor told me I hadn't slept. I didn't sleep at all. So I, I mean, theoretically possible that I hadn't really slept that much my entire life, honestly. Wow. Um, and so the, uh, these can, these conditions, these abuses like add up and, uh, uh, it's like, pour, I, it's like if, you know, if you needed to replace the garden in the center and then you pour oil all the way around it, you know, there's like, that's what, it, that's what it did. I, I think I just, I think it's the brain. That's how it manifests its dysfunction. Yeah. No, I mean. I, one of the things I talk about all the time that I, I constantly struggle with is just brain fog. Like, I'm constantly just trying to access thoughts, and my brain is just like, nope. You you know the word. You know what you're trying to get to, but you, you just can't. And, 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 no, no, you're fine. 
and, and it's just like I said, I, I've dealt with certain things, you know, with my brain, and you know, I, I I'll get procedures done, and they'll go, oh, your brain looks fine, and I'm like, something is off. I know it is, and obviously, it's not as bad as yours because I'll be able to fix mine at some point, hopefully. But mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I, I I'm always fascinated like the, with the functionality of the brain because it, it, it's it, you know it's different for everyone, and it's just amazing what 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 goes on in there because. Like I said, I, I, you know, mental health, any of that. I mean, I, I know there's other parts of the body that are at, attached and they could cause issues with the brain as well. But the brain in general, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's such a fascinating part of your your body that I, you know. It's a very reactive organ. Yeah, it's it's, it's unique it's, in its, its own way. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's funny how it generates its own, uh, the momentum of its, like, its own, like, personality while also being so reactive. To the environment and you know like cementing trauma to make sure that that never happens again right and then the way it does that is it's interesting um it, it kind of reminds me of the notion that uh when you if you had an amputated limb and you don't stop the bleeding it's just going to keep bleeding yeah. uh and the reason why is your brain's like oh no the blood pressure is off in that part, part of the body we need to get blood to that area and it's like betraying you. It's like a, it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's a yeah. funny thing. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but like when when you like go on these like assaults on yourself, you essentially really beat yourself up. Like, how do you like keep yourself from just feeling so debilitated? Because you're you're, you know, you're a smart dude, you're a good guy, and all. But like, when you just automatically just start punching yourself. Like, how how do you keep yourself from like feeling like so low? And because that's gotta that's gotta be such a harsh feeling. I know maybe now you're used to it, but I'm sure you have days where it's just like Jesus Christ. Like, why am I dealing with this? Yeah, yeah. I had one of those days like three days ago. I I, I hit myself in the face. I don't know, a hundred and something times. It had to have been at least a hundred and something times. Like. I was hitting myself like a couple times a minute. So I don't even, my, I don't know. It was a lot. And uh, I was miserable all day long. Um, and on those days, uh, I actually have a, I, it, my tics manifest in the sense that I scream like I'm being tortured. Wow. Um, and I can't, it's really unsettling, obviously. Sure. Um, you know, uh, and so, I've just, uh, I've, I've, I've actually had to add like soundproofing to my walls and stuff and my door and things like that. So that I don't, um, you know, cause everyone gets quite, I don't, I just, I know that, I know that they could hear it otherwise and it's really loud. Sure. You live alone? No, okay. no, I have roommates and everything. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just I was curious cause yeah, that do you have people around you that like understand what you're going through or is it just like random people? Oh yeah. Oh no, they, they understand. Okay. They're, they're very lovely. I've got a, I've got a German roommate who's really funny. Um, he's very, he's, he's really funny. Uh, and then I have a, a I have a, a roommate, Nancy. She's from San Francisco. Uh, and someone else, Emily, she's a, she's an actress and uh, she's very lovely too. Uh, the reddest hair I've ever seen. Uh, nat- it's it's amazing. Natural. Oh uh, like, yeah. Yeah, like that Rihanna where you just spray paint it red. Yeah. That's, yeah. They're all. That's cool. How about your family? Has your family been supportive? My brother is my biggest support and only support. 
my family. That's awesome. Actually, I mean, the second uh, part was shitty, but the first part's awesome. Yeah, my brother Yogi, he has he is um, he's like thirty, I think he's, and uh, he just turned thirty, I think, and uh, so he's contending with that reality, and um, uh, he's helping. He's I had to live with him actually for a while because. I literally didn't have anywhere else to go. Um, and I was, I was waiting on, uh, the British Colombian government to tell me if I qualified for, um, their disability. Uh, and they, when I finally did, I was able to move to Vancouver, but he like took care of me the entire time and it it helped me through a lot of emotional stuff. And I was divorcing, uh, getting a divorce with my, my ex wife. And, uh, that was very hard on me. Uh, and, um, and I was in our, the house we were married in for, and up until, uh, I, I met my brother again and he was, uh, it was not, he, he was really helpful. That's awesome. No, I'm just, he's been amazing. Yeah. I'm just making sure you got people. That's all. I'm just happy because it, it, it means a lot when you have a support system, even if it's one person. It means a lot that someone cares and doesn't, you know, unconditionally loves you and just doesn't judge you for who you are and feels good to know that people are in your corner because I, it, it, that's one of the main reasons why I created this as well. It's just so someone out there who's like you, me, or whoever I've had on doesn't feel alone. And that reality yeah. that you feel alone and no one cares about you, whether it's true or not, is really hard, really, really hard to swallow. Catamaran. Yeah. <clears throat> And and then you know, and again, I mean, how many people in your life, minus you know who you found online, and you know, because there's a lot more tools now to kind of navigate and find people that are like you. But how many people in in like you're just like walking around? Have you found like you bumped into and you're like, hey, I got Tourette's, me too. Like, uh, one person I met once um, because I was working as a community support worker. Um taking care of people that are literally exactly like me. <laughs> and then I, I realized that I was, I was more uh, qualified for the other half of that uh, uh, conversation, <laughs> um, the relationship. I was in the wrong side um, because uh, they, the people that I was caring for were healthier mentally and physically than I was. Sure. Um, it just, it, uh, yeah, and then soon after that, I ended up. This is exactly what my situation is. Kind of, kind of. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and, and I think that was the point. Like, how many people? Because, like, visually impaired, I've met a bunch of people with visually impairment and blindness because I've done a lot of different functions, and I even work for a mm-hmm. company that hired people like me. And there's there's also a lot of visually impaired people in Philadelphia and so on. It's just it's just more of a you know there's more frequency in in, in that community. There's I believe there's a lot more of us, um, but uh, yeah. so it's easier. But you know, but then when yeah. I break it down to the disability, like the actual disease that caused it, I've only met like two people that had the same actual Stephen Johnson syndrome. I've only met really two people in in person that had it. Yeah. It's really. Fr- I met the one I met was like it really was like a, like strangely very comforting. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's good to know. I mean, because it's like, oh my god, there's another one out there. Because there's people that live in small towns, and <laughs> if they have a condition yeah. or whatever, it's like 
you know, you and I talked about dwarfism mm-hmm. yesterday, but can you imagine somebody who has dwarfism and lives in a small town? Like the, 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 the likelihood of them finding someone that's like them is that all right? It's, yep. it's, it's, it's a small percentage. So it makes dating mm-hmm. hard. It makes a lot of things. Um, it makes their life a lot more difficult and, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm very fortunate, uh, that, I, I'm just gonna. I just get to do my work, and I generally, it's it's really wonderful to get to meet people and stuff like that from where I'm just sitting at my desk. Yeah, uh, like you, it's right. fun. Right. No, it, it like I said, I that's one of the things that I look mo- most forward to is when I you know meet people like you specifically because like I, I love talking about other things. I love that I've been able to delve into homelessness and addiction and all these other things that I have no business talking about because. I've never experienced them, um, but mm-hmm. I love having people on who will share their stories. But the thing that hits no. me the most is 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 people with disabilities because one, I am one, and two, it's just I find us to just be such a such a special people, and we're so strong and resilient, mm-hmm. and, and you know, like as much as I can, like, and I, and I and I have real empathy for everyone's story. Like for you, like I feel your pain, like I feel sorry for you, and I, and not that you want me to. But it's just because I care because I've gotten to know you and, you know, um, and just because yeah. I know everything I've had to go through. And, and it sucks because, you know, another reason why I do this is because I don't want it to be so hard for the next generation of people like you and I to have to fight so yeah. hard to to become an author or to become a podcast host or, you know, to get their story out there and to be heard. And I'm, I'm sure you you know very, you know, firsthand that how hard it is for people to just listen to you once you start ticking you know, some people automatically will write you off like you're crazy or, you know, whatever. You have some sort of mental illness or whatever that you're slow yeah, or something. Go ahead. What? They used to burn people like me at the stake back in the day. Yeah, they wouldn't they like people. me either. Yeah. No, we used to be putting camps and all kind of things. But, yeah, I mean, but yeah. I mean, just in general, like, it's amazing how it doesn't matter how large your vocabulary is, how, you know, well, you're, you know, you're an intellectual it doesn't once you do something that's a little off putting to the to the public to to someone's ears or to their eyes they automatically write you off as some sort of freak or you're slow or whatever and trust me i've been there many times when i go to look close at my devices and things and it's like oh he's he's just off and i am a little off in some ways but not because of the way they think um <laughs> but it's like you know yeah. like it's 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 great that you've found your own little avenue and way of finding some sort of resemblance of peace. I know it doesn't make, doesn't necessarily fix everything in your life. I mean, you still have, you still have issues. You still, you know, I'm sure you still have a lots of depression and and sadness and whatnot, but you still manage to find ways to thrive and and even survive in your own way. I I use the crisis line too. Like I'm, I have used it before. Um, So have I. And that's, yeah. And so like, uh, like I have almost relented to despair, you know, but I've had, you know, friends that I, that the interesting thing about, um, that I think that most people are la- lacking in community is community, obviously. And back in the day, uh, the, the way that it often worked is that different people fulfill different necessities in your life. And so like you wouldn't, you wouldn't have so much uh, reliance on your spouse or 
your family in general um, to provide that all that um, social needs that you have. And so you have to seek that out for yourself. Um, yeah, for you know. Sure. No, there's there's kind of. Go ahead. They help. Yeah, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good, brother. Go ahead. Now you would, you just have to accept them. It, it's hard to. It's it's one of those things that. Um, um, love is the answer. If yeah, lo, uh, if love is the answer, you're home. Hold on, right? Yeah. So, no, and there's there's times where so many like things can just you know our lives can spin out of control very fast, and things can be so overwhelming. And I don't know about for you, but I'm sure I mean I'm sure it is the case. But sometimes your disability just gets in the <laughs> fucking way, and it's just like you mm-hmm. just you just wanted to wake up. You know your disability's there. You're okay with it. You're content with it. it. It's not the greatest situation, but you know what? Can I just have a day of peace? Can this not get in the way today? I just want mm-hmm. to have an easy day. And, I, I, I've, yeah. and I've never had it easy, And I, nor do I want it to be easy. I'm not asking for my life to be easy. Like, sure, I want things to happen for me. I want to earn it. I want to fight for it like I've always have. But it's just, just today, give me a break. Give me... 24 hours of peace because I, I don't want to punch myself or for me I don't want to walk into something or whatever I just want to just be yeah. I just want to feel peace and you know and, and but at the same time you know I'm dealing with my own things right now um, I'm luckily I'm starting a new job and I'm, I'm really really happy about it but I was like I had these 15 weeks off and I was hoping to get my unemployment and of course the company I former worked for for eight and a half years and bust my ass they denied it and now I have to fight it in court and it's like one of these things where you just it is it the worst thing in the world that's ever happened to me no it's not even in the top 15 top 20 probably but it's just one of those things that was thrown on top of everything else that I'm fighting right now and it's like I didn't need that I don't want that now I will fight it in court and I will bounce back because again because I've been through so much I'm able to just kind of take that on after, you know, a couple hours. I'm just like, you know what? I'm stronger than this. This isn't shit. Like it's, it's part of life. It sucks. Do I want to deal with it? No. Do I, do I deserve this? No, but I'm dealing with it regardless. And I could not fight it, but I, I, I earned that money and I deserve it. So I'm going to fight it. But at the same time, my life is going in a good direction and I'm going to just kind of stick to what's working and, and, you know, stay in the now and not go backwards and so mm-hmm. it's just how I deal with it. And, and but yeah, it, there's, there's, there's days where, man, I just like I, checking out sounds like such a better idea. And I, I won't do it. I attempted a long time ago, but I will never do it again. But yeah, I've been on those lines. I've been in, I've been in some really horrible head spaces that are, it just suck. Um, but you know, pulling yourself out of that. There are some really beautiful things you can find in there if you look hard enough. And pulling yourself out, and then you you know you see another day, and you're like, God, like I'm so happy I didn't do that. And you know, and again, you'll have some relapse days where you know whatever. In your case, you're hurting yourself or, or whatever. Something doesn't go right with your book or whatever. You'll have days where you're like, Oh God, life just sucks ass. But then, you know. You, you you just bounce back because we're very we're resilient. That's why I said with people with disabilities, we're such a resilient people. Yeah, it's something that I cherish very much, and it's something that I, like I I you know I used to have a lot of shame and embarrassment because of you know the disability thing because I stand out and people look at me and they think it's you know when you're especially when you're 
an incorrigible <laughs> and impressionable kid and you know you're, you're in high school and you want to be popular or you just want to not even just be popular you just want to fit in you don't want to stand out and then you realize and i did a video on tiktok the other day it's like there is nothing wrong with just being different you have to you have to go through some things to understand that but like when you're in high school standing out or being different is not pleasant it, you, you're gonna feel the wrath of that once you stand out and it's gonna suck unless you, unless yeah. you're so overly confident and you just somehow know how to handle yourself and but I was not that I was a nerdy little kid and you know I was not mm. somebody that stood on my own two feet if, if someone said an album sucked I would say it sucked too even if it was on my iPod but you know now it's like I'm so happy to be different even if it's it's its own little kooky way or whatever I'm just so happy to be different because I don't I know about you know you you're making you're you're creating content yourself. And you're making your own stories, and I'm sure when you look around the landscape of of entertainment and whatever, look at everything. There's nothing that's original anymore. Everything is just regurgitated, yeah. and it's yep. being. I mean, you listen to anything on the radio; it's just a sample of a sample that's been sampled. Um, you 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 look at any kind of content; it's a challenge that someone three million people have already done or whatever. So, being original and being your own true self is something that's so missing and so powerful now and i'm not trying to be cheesy and martin luther kingy no but, I, I, but that's what it is yeah it's riskier that's for sure um but if you if you create compelling enough characters um the rest will follow yeah and you because have any people is to know like how they manipulate is to if you understand the character that's also implies you understand how they manipulate their environment. And so you, that with that being also a consideration, I think uh, some part of you is making that. Uh, so in advance, as you create the character, it's a kind of thing. It's a, it's a really magical thing you can do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And you have to really, yeah, you have to kind of step back and, you know, look at all the traps that you've already fallen into. And again, there's things that, there's nothing wrong with doing something that other people are doing within reason. I mean, there's, you know, there's some things that are cool, but you know, like I said, it's just being original. That's something, you know, as a person who is a single adult, you know, looking for a, another person to date now in 2023, it's like, man, ladies cut it with the filters, cut it with the, you know, all the, like, I don't even know who you are as a person because everything that I see on your social media doesn't even define you. It's other people's takes on things. It's other people's humor. It's other, like, who are you? I need to know who you are. I don't want to invest my time in you just because you have big tits or because you, you know, you know, you, you, whatever you have cute little smile or whatever, like be, be someone that's original. I don't, I don't need, like, there's plenty of girls out there that are hot. There's plenty of girls out here that, or attractive, but please just, and Wait, who are you talking to? huh? Are you talking to me? Well, I'm talking, <laughs> hey, I'm talking to you, but I'm just talking about like, you know, finding originality. And, 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 and when it comes to like, let's just say as an example of dating, you know, when I look, oh, on, I feel, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not, hitting, I'm not hitting on you. I promise. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. Um, everyone's got their own separate journey on that. So I mean, uh, coming to, coming to terms with their um with who they are uh oscar wilde said uh after a certain age every person has the face they deserve yeah um which is uh, an important thing to remember um and that i, they, I don't know 
there's a great deal of challenge for everyone these days, I think. Oh, yeah. I think more yeah. than ever with COVID and everything and just politically correctness and just yeah. so much has happened, all these wars and there's so much has been flipped upside down. I think there's might've been a period where maybe some people had it. A, I mean, there's people that still have it a lot easier than others, but it's ever, I don't, I think there's just like a lot of people are just lost. They're just, they have no direction and they're just going wherever the herd is, is going. It's like, I'm going to follow them over there cause they're going somewhere, even if it's off of a cliff. Like I'm, I'm going to follow them because there's three trillion of them going that direction. So let's just go. Yeah. They all can't be wrong. It's not malicious. It's done because they're afraid. People are often afraid, right? Like you said, you're afraid of standing up. Yeah. I mean, you yourself, you were guilty of that thing. It's really funny because I, I like that, um, that kind of, I understand how that feels, uh, to feel like you have less sympathy because you escaped it. Yeah. And, uh, that, that I feel whenever like I think about alcoholism because I'm an alcoholic, but I, I quit and just quit. I have, I have to like, I have to consciously uh, push myself to, to offer that compassion towards other people in the, in recovery and, and that are struggling, you know? Sure. Yeah. And no. so, yeah. yeah. Compassion is so much more rare than, than finding, like the things that we find wrong, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And finding, just, yeah, I love that, uh, you know, talk about like helping, dis- like all this positive stuff you want to do, helping disabled people and giving them a platform finally, um, especially uh, the nuance of our life, right? Sure, yeah. No, uh, no yeah, I didn't think yeah, it was malicious what they're doing. It's just, like I said, it. it, it no, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating because you watch so many people and you're just like, man, like you can tell you don't have a direction. And I just, I wish I could help you out, but I, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out my own path. But it's, you yeah. know, there's, there, there's some people that yeah. are real leaders and they're really doing some great things and they're trying to create a direction for those. Um, and that's why, that's why I really like out there thinkers, like people that are just they're, they think outside the box, they do different things, regardless if it's controversial or not. Um, and sometimes there are people that do some crazy, ridiculous things. Like, it's like, you know, like people hate Kanye West. And again, he has said some really ridiculous things that I don't agree with, but he does say some things that you can, if you really paid attention you to, it's like, okay, he does have kind of the inside track to some of the things that are going on. Regardless if you like his music or you agree with everything he says, and I don't, I like some of his music, but, you know, sometimes he says some things, and, and you know, he's been through the ringer in his own uh, way, and and he's not the uh, only one. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I haven't kept up with that guy at all. Like, I don't know anything about... No, that's fine. I'm just saying, I just as an like, example, yeah. Yeah. But, like, um, Steve Jobs or whatever, like, there's plenty of people that have come through life, and they've, they've done things that are just outside the box, and they were told that this wouldn't work, and they do it anyway, and then it, it, it works for them, and they find unique things. I mean... I know everyone likes to like hate on Elon Musk and whether you agree with everything he does, he does some cool things and he, he's done, he's, he's definitely a different thinker. You know, like I said, you don't have to agree with everything everyone says or does. It's, it's not about that. Um, you know, it's just every, and again, I think that's another thing that a lot of people really neglect is that we all have some bad and some good in us. Just some, most of us, you hope the good outweighs the bad, but 
you know, it's not hard yeah. to kind of envision us going in a different direction if some bad thing happens to us. Like, if, if you see your whole family murdered in front of you, do you think that's ah. not, you think that's not going to have an effect on you? Like, of course, it'll it it can it can again maybe it won't maybe it will but you know we right. we we all have some in us and we just have to realize that. Hopefully yeah. we tap into our powers and we're able to become the best person we can be. But inner demons, like as you said earlier, how you sometimes you say some of the things that you're thinking. Well, not every, I'm sure not everything you think is good, obviously. And that's everybody. Oh, yeah. Every person has negative thoughts. I mean, you see people who get out, you know, look at road rage. People will say some of the most offensive things, whether they mean it or not. They say it. And it's like, man, that was in there the whole time. But like, you can't prejudge somebody based on something they said or just one instance of their life. Like we're so, you know, like people are just, I don't know. I I said, that's, that's the one thing that like, I can get over a lot of what's going on other than just, it's, I just hate how judgy people are and how we've, Mm. we write people off so easily. And maybe that's the disability in me talking where it's like, I know what it's like to be written off and be judged. But it's like anytime someone has a negative thought or they've done something, we just say, oh, they're this. And it's like, you know what, man, can we try to help these people? Can we try to rehabilitate them? And can we try to do something to save their life instead of just calling them whatever it is that we're calling them? Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, I kind of, I kind of lost track of what we were talking about. You're fine. Yeah, yeah. We kind of went all over the place, but um, one of the things I did want to, I wanted to ask you, like, so, so, what is the inspiration? And then, obviously, I want you to promote it, whatever. But what's the inspiration behind the book series? Uh, uh kind of the state of affairs in many senses. Um, there's, uh. A generation like the older generation like living in a kind of financial paradise and in the book there's a literal paradise um and when you die uh you bury yourself with the seed of a plant of any kind or a tree anything and you you become that thing instantly uh and you live for thousands of years in that form um so this is like this is an allegory of course for boomers living in their retirement age now and then their chosen few that live amongst them on this island that cannot be you you they, it's never it can't be invaded because there's a like you it just can't you'll die um, there's a mist all the way around that kills you um, and only people that are allowed to go through that are, are allowed to go through they'll survive everybody else dies and so the rest of the world is living in a Game of Thrones type situation where it's just there's not magic or anything but there's no magic so there's it's just really brutal it's like the 16th century world um and uh the first chapter takes place of course in paradise the second chapter follows different characters um and then the third chapter follows different characters in a different part of the world as well and then these stories are continued throughout the book uh and um they eventually may converge or they have or they might yeah, you're definitely a deep thinker. I like I like the thought press thought process and the you know how you explain. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's stuff about climate change in there. Like, uh, it's well, it's really about explaining natural systems, like like understanding like how 
you know, if you, uh, if there, if a, if a predator was wholly eradicated, then their whatever prey they have is going to become like quite abundant. Um, it's, it's simple stuff. Uh, and then, and then when that happens, then this happens and this happens it's just to get people to think, um, in terms of systems, um, and to also educate them on the, I, I try to, I'm very faithful to real, uh, living science, but, um, things that I, I know to exist in nature, uh, mm-hmm. that I know are fascinating. It, it, like, in, they don't, that I didn't need to make up plants and things like that. I, I just use the real world. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it makes it, it it's just, uh, I love it. I love it. You know? Yeah. No, that's really cool. Um, what's so yeah I, I just i like whether you know when someone kind of opens their mind and, and uses it for their good like i said you're definitely a deep thinker so you know i, I didn't know what your <laughs> your inspiration was behind it um you said you don't you have multiple books out i have um so yeah i i did have a, a kid's book that i wrote um but that was just a gift for a a, a grandson of my friend okay and um, volumes one and two, uh, the reason why there's two volumes in the first place, it, was, it would have just been one volume, but I thought I was going to be able to give away the first volume because I don't want to, I didn't want people to have the notion that I was trying to sell them anything. So I was going to give them the first 11 chapters of the book for free. And then if they wanted to buy the second volume, then they could do that. And that way they knew what they were getting. Um, and, uh, but Amazon didn't let me do that. So I had to combine them into one volume and I, I try to make it, I try to make it free as often as I can. Sure. Uh, yeah. you told me the other day, aren't you, didn't you say you're working on another one? Yeah. Volume three right now of the, of that series. Uh, I've written about the same length of the first Harry Potter. It's about 70,000. I'm nearing 70,000 words. Uh. Um, it's really really a lot more intense there's a there's a great deal um action it's pretty it's um there's a lot of there's a lot going on <laughs> there's a lot going on it's a lot busier than the first one sure it's a lot busier now like do you kind of have an idea and i guess this this could be like a question for someone who's like making a show where it's like oh you know do you know what's going to happen in season three before oh, you, you finish I, season I, one you know like the- I think plan to the end of the series. So, um, yeah, I know how it ends. And the, I, the people, everyone that I've confided in the ending to my series says it's freaking awesome. So that it's, and it's going to be amazing. Uh, everyone. So we'll, I promise you it's not going to be a Game of Thrones type situation. Okay. You're not going to be upset. <laughs> you won't be disappointed in the end. So you know- I've, I've given this considerable thought. So you know how it's going to end, but you just, you got to figure out how you got to get there first. There's a great, yeah, there's, there's a really monumental moments that I have planned. Um, and the momentum of the social momentum of the world, I know what's going to happen. Uh, and so, and, and because I'm not relying on magic or anything like that, I I'm relying on the real human behavior. Um, it, it makes it quite simple. I, I just sort of, I sort of simulate what's happening in my head and then I try to 
uh, generate something compelling from those circumstances. And uh, it's, so it's, it's really, it's really quite easy when you're faithful to reality and, and that because you, you just sort of watch, sure. you know? Yeah, sure. Um, you want to now work, where, where can they find your books and obviously say their names again? Or the oh, okay. yeah. I'll say. It's on Amazon. Um, and uh, if you Google my name, Christoph Morrow, it's a K and one F with the end there. Uh, and Morrow, like the last half of tomorrow. Um, yeah, you can find all the links to everything. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff. Um, and I have a TikTok and an Instagram that I'm, I'm generally active on. So if you, if you message me, I'll actually write you back. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So that's, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's it. I'm going to have to follow you. I just realized that now we're not following each other. Um, yeah. I'm pretty active myself. So it's just, it's, it's good. What do you, what do you do on your social media? Are you, like advocating or are you just talking about content that's in your book like what do you do on there i honestly i have no um structure to what i post no. sometimes like once like like the other day i just posted a video that says this is just two minutes of sparkles my cat of plus that's oh. it this is on tiktok so like they know you know like and then the next and then i'll post something about an injury um or uh, I just yeah, there's no structure. But you do kind of you are pretty open about showing your Tourette's and everything. Oh and yeah, good. That's awesome. Oh absolutely. Yeah, oh. I don't. Oh, I don't. I don't censor any of that. That's awesome. Because um, that takes a lot of bravery. A lot of people wouldn't do that. That's, that's crazy. I don't know why. Because you know, I mean, like I said, we we talked about it earlier, just like with the filters and everything. Everyone's really kind of a lot of people are really afraid to show their flaws. And something like what you're going through, like that's something like does somebody really want to show what you know a bruise that they cause themselves? Like I love that you do that. I'm I'm all for it. Please, I mean I, I don't want you to hurt yourself, but you know I love that you're you're that open because so many people are really like you have to look a certain way for the camera, and it's like no nah, man, I'll show you when my eyes look yeah. like crap or you know whatever and they're bloodshot or. You know, if I'm sick, I'm sick. I'm not going to, like, I'm going to lay on the couch and I'm going to say, this is how I feel. And Or if I'm depressed, I'm going to show you I'm depressed. I'm not going to, I don't think it, in my case, because I advocate so much, I can't be disingenuous. I can't just show them the good times because that's not, that's not yeah. realistic. Mm-hmm. There are good times, but there's a lot of bad I, incentives. I feel, the, I feel the same. I, I, for the same reason, I try to demonstrate, uh, yeah, honesty in that sense, because you can't. You have to be honest with yourself before you can be honest with everybody else. For sure, and you're not going to help anybody by just showing how great your life is. Like that's cool because yeah. it's like, oh my god, there's somebody with Tourette's that has, you know, they're an author. Like that, that's a that's a start. But then if every day is like, look at me, I'm living the good life, and and it's like, where's your ticks? Like I don't even think you have Tourette's because you don't even want to show it. It's like, no, no, I do. But it's like, you know, yeah, you have to be just be as open and transparent with people as possible because it it really you may not help a lot of people, or at, least, at least not right off the bat. But there are and, and you know, someone told me a friend of mine who is a, a stroke survivor. She she told me that, like, you know, just because they're not, you know, telling you that they're watching, that doesn't mean they're not. A lot of people aren't as open as you and I are. A lot of them, they like to be in the shadows. They want to sit behind. They want, you know, they, they're looking for inspiration. And maybe one day they will be like us, 
but they don't, they're not up to it right now. They're kind of a couple levels behind us. They're, they're still trying to come to terms with what they're dealing with, but they still yeah. love what we're doing. And at some point, maybe they will be inspired and they, they can come to the light and they'll say, Hey, this is what I am. This is what I have. And no more hiding. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the best thing. So it's like, you just, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. And that's something I've struggled with where it's like some of the dumb things I do will get a lot of views. And then there's some shit I do that's like really personal and some things I really are impactful and that I care about and it won't get that many mm-hmm. views and it's frustrating, but you kind of have to just stick to who you are and just keep continue to just put out the message and be yourself regardless of social media's algorithm wants to catch on to it or not. Yeah. yeah I'm sure, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's frustrating because sometimes you do some really nonsensical things and it's like, that like I, I literally I put up a, a video on TikTok of me slicing a bagel and I did this like hear ye hear ye like I was like hanging somebody because it's like a, it's a guillotine and it was the most I didn't even put any thought into it like I just did it I put it out and it got like 12,000 or 20,000 views and then I do <laughs> something that's like really impactful like some I put out a real message about whatever mental health and 10 people view it it's like come on man like, I don't want people to watch my stupid video about, you know, a bagel guillotine. Who cares? But, you know, it's the world we live in. It's whatever. You just got to take it for what it is, I suppose. But at least 10 yeah. people saw the other video. So it, it, it's just, it's something I've tried to deal with because I really am not a huge fan of social media. <laughs> but uh-huh. it is a, it is a great tool to reach people. Okay. And, and it does help the podcast and so on. So I, I just, I have to keep doing it obviously and there, there's some things i do love about it especially tiktok because there are a lot of people you reach you really can reach a lot of people people you'll just have you have no idea who they are they don't know who you are and they just run into your video and then they see something and they'll they'll write some you know and they're people on tiktok are usually pretty active um mm-hmm. more than any of the other platforms going on right now and again there's tiktok has plenty of problems trust me but it is the one that reaches the most. And so that's why I'm, I'm the most active on there now. Uh, Cause it, yeah, do, it yeah. does help. It helps with everything. Yeah. I have almost 5,000 followers on the TikTok. Okay. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I got like 1300, but, <clears throat> um, but I've, I've only been on there a couple months. I've just, like just kind of got on and it's, it's, it's a nice tool. Like I said, I like it. Um, yeah. Wow. Before we get out of here, uh, do you have like any websites or anything you want to promote? Just because I want to make it's sure. It's all on uh, TikTok and Instagram. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure everyone, yeah. if they can find, if they want to find you, I want to make sure they can find you. Um, all right. Well, don't hang up, but we're going to get out of here. I, I do appreciate you coming on. Like I told you yesterday, I would love to stay friends and support each other. Yeah. Um, you know, I hope, yeah. I hope even just this episode alone maybe even helps you in some way. It helps me just like to know you and you know, to know what someone else is going through. And it's, it, you know, like I said, I'm very proud that you want to know you, but I'm proud that you're doing what you're doing and being so honest and sharing your story. Cause I'm sure there was periods of time in your life where you, you didn't want to be as open. You, you know, like we talked earlier, like you just, who, who wants to share stories of, you know, being miserable, but <laughs> yeah, but it, it's, it's good to do. So again, thank you for coming on, buddy. I really thank you for having you on your, your, your good guy. You're very kind. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Everybody, I'm going to get out of here. I didn't want him to hang up, but he did. <laughs> it's all good. He's a, he's a real sweet guy. Um, 
good dude, man. I, I love I love meeting people like that, and he just it does make me sad. I think I'm just kind of in my feelings, as the kids say. Uh, I'm just been going through my own things, and just a lot of things have just been kind of making me feel emotional. I haven't really cried or anything, and then I'm not saying that as like that's something that you shouldn't do. I I would love to cry, but you know I, mean, I think it's my antidepressants just keep everything at bay. But uh, I've just been feeling more emotional lately. Um, not just sad, happy too, but just just you know sometimes it's just life can be overwhelming. Um, but but this was a great episode. I really um I made a new friend. Um. And I hope you go support his book and just, you know, follow him. And just like I said, we have to look out for each other. Don't just listen to my voice and just um, don't do anything. Like, and you don't have to just support the podcast all the time or just support his stuff. But like, do something, man. I hope, I hope these episodes inspire you to know there's a lot of people out here that are going through hell and they still are. They're still fighting and they're still giving you themselves and... and they're still trying to make real change. And, um, you know, you can do it too. You just have to find that inner warrior. And it's in there. So, go there. Find that ass. I don't know why I said find that ass. But go find that self. And, um, yeah, man, fight. We need you. Not too many of us on the front line. We're, we are being overwhelmed by the, the forces at hand. The the other army is, is is much bigger, it dwarfs ours. So we need you. So please, please fight with us. Let's make change and let's turn this world into a better place. All right, buddy. Um, Bullet is here. I don't know if he wants to purr. Bullet, you want to purr into the mic? Hey, you gotta turn around, buddy. Hey, I'm the one with the vision problem, not you. Hey, Bullet, the mic. You don't want to purr? Good boy. My sweet boys. All right, everybody. There's Bullet. That's me. We are out of here. I will see y'all on the next one. Thank you for everything. And um, stay safe, everybody.